Okay. Alright, are you ready? Are we, are we on? Yeah, man. Are we live? Yeah. Are the mics hot? The mics are hot. Ow. Don't burn yourself. I already did. I gotta quit look at the microphone. <sighs> Alright. Time to make the biscuits. Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is Squirrel. That's right. I'm Squirrel, a.k.a. Doug, and that is Smooth, a.k.a. Nathan, and we are here to bring you all things Drafty, the D, the R, the A, the D, the T, the Y. Why? Because we love you. That's right. And we're going to kick things off with D. Give me the D, bud. D is for documentary, but it's not really a documentary. It was a movie, but it was a movie documentary, and I feel like documentaries usually are episodic. No, there's, I mean, other than The Office, I can't think of too many episodic. That's a mockumentary. Oh. That wasn't real, though. Okay, so Park, Parks and Rec? That also was a mockumentary. Not real. I don't, I don't fucking believe you. You don't have to believe me, but to those of you out there listening, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I think most documentaries are movies. Okay, fair Bo- enough. Bowling for Columbine, Super Size Me. Super Size Me was a pretty interesting documentary. That turned out to be faked. Yeah. You know what wasn't fake? Uh, Elton John. He was not fake. That is true. Also, Super High Me. Is that like about a super-powered Hispanic guy? No. No. His name wasn't High Me. No. Um, no. Um, and Super High Me, he just got really high for the same amount of days that the guy did the super size me thing which was how it, long was that like 90 days 30 days i think it was 30 days was it was that doug benson yes okay yeah but to be fair he'd been practicing a lot his whole life yeah and he loves movies yeah that's true so i watched a show on netflix called the pez outlaw okay and basically this eccentric guy that lives in Michigan got really into uh, cereal boxes and collecting cereal boxes. And then, you know, when you like collect so many box tops, you get like a free radio. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Well, back in the day, before it said limit one per household, he just did that and then took all of his stuff to like toy conventions and sold them and made money. And because of that, the big companies put that limit one per household on there. Huh. So he claims he was the reason. And then one day, while he was at a convention, he seen a Pez dispenser and became mesmerized by it. Pesmerized. Yeah, he was pesmerized. And keep that in mind because it gets punnier along the way. Just Uh, a little bit. I mean, it's me. It's going to be funny no matter what. Okay. So... There's the Pez company had the American Pez. Right, right. And then they also had where they were made in Europe, the European Pez. Um, No, not in Croatia. Where were they made? Close to Croatia. It was made in Austria. Okay. This lady tells him, hey, you got to go to this factory in Austria. Okay, so him and his son venture off to Europe with a map in 90, like one. And try to find this factory and have no idea where they're going. They do go into Croatia a little bit. Okay. But that was during the time of some, like, strife in Croatia. 91 would have been the fall of the Soviet Union. Exactly. So there you go. And they find this factory and basically were able to buy the dispenser straight up from the factory, yep. but not legitly from the factory. It was from the people that worked there. So he's bringing them back over to the U.S. and selling them. Mm-hmm. And making a killing doing it because he's getting them for like a couple dollars a piece. Ruples on the dollar. And then able to resell them for like $25 U.S. Right, because they're the weird, like, you know, get them here, Pez suspensions. Exactly. Like, some of them are even hard to find over in Europe, and I didn't realize how big of a cult following that Pez had. I think pretty much everything has a cult following. Fair enough. Except for the show. But We're mainstream, baby. That's right. And long and short of it, he ends up, like, 
basically pissing off the president of the U.S. Pez, and they want him to stop doing it. And he makes it seem like people are, like, following him whenever he goes over to Europe or, like, trying to, like, you know, sabotage him. But he's constantly buying from, like, random collectors and people like that. Well, finally he gets shut down, and they end up shutting down the two factories over in Europe. And he claims it was because of him. But Pez says that's not the reason why. So he ends up going through another company and purchasing his own designs from Pez with, with what he believes were, are the rights to those designs. And they said they would only be exclusive to him. They didn't know that he was buying them. He was buying them through like a company. Okay. Well, he gets these for like five bucks a piece and resells them for $25 at shows. And he said the first year he made over a million dollars. And with what he invested, that like half a million, he believed he would make like $2.5 million. Damn. Well, Pez ended up screwing him over and copying his designs and selling them as misfits. Hmm. Like, down to the T. And what he was selling for $25 a piece, they were selling for $199 brand new in a package. And it was a little bit, it was different packaging than what they were as on his. Because his were legit Pez. So, basically, it shut him out completely, he lost money, and then, like, he kind of went into hiding over it. Well, then he started writing blogs and talking about everything, and he said he'd never go to another convention again, but finally the Pez collectors talked him into going into a convention, and people wanted to hear his story after reading his blogs over the years. Okay. And he calls himself the Pez Outlaw. Huh. So it was an interesting watch, and it was only about an hour and 27 minutes long. That's like the perfect time for a documentary. I think so, too. It's not too overdrawn. Yep, under 90 minutes. And I, I would recommend it. Okay, I think. I'll check it out. I've yeah. heard a little bit of the story before. Okay. Uh, just like, I think there was another guy also involved in the same like thing. And at one point, they were racing each other. Well, they get, like, it's, like, they're dealing, like, drugs. Yeah. Because this guy's, like, this guy, and I don't remember what country it was, but he was, like, yeah, I have stuff. And they're, like, can we film it? And he's, like, no. He's, like, well, I'm not a businessman. He's, like, I don't, I don't want to give away what I'm doing. I, you know, I've said too much. And I'm not on camera. Yeah. See, like, it's weird. super weird. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's Pez. Yeah. It's And they had, like... Did you know they had, like, little Pez guns that would shoot Pez? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So and you like, hit somebody in the eye with one. I think the candy Pez is decent. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's okay. It's it's just a hard candy. I mean, yeah, I'm not but, against it. But I don't ever think Pez was, like, cool to have in your pocket unless you were a kid. Well, I think, like, in the 50s, it was probably cool. You think so? I don't know. I was. I don't remember the fifties. It was a long time ago. I don't even know when Pez came out. We can look this up to Google. When was Pez invented, Siri? Many people want to know. Well, I mean, two people want to know, and we're gonna find out. Take a guess. Take a guess. Plus or minus five years. Nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, way wrong. Nineteen twenty-seven. Jesus. We're talking pre-World War II Pez. We're talking pre-Depression Pez. What do you think the first Pez dispenser was? Uh, well, here we go. First, the first Pez dispenser ever made was a Halloween witch in 1957. Before that, Pez was just a candy that you bought. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's what I have for D. I like it. It was very delightful. Super delightful. It was delicious. It wasn't dissatisfying. No, but you know what it wasn't? Hmm. Ding, ding, ding! The rumble. That's right, baby. We're going to do letter R this week. We are going to do a Crimson Ring takeover for the letter R. And we're going to talk about rumble, baby. All right. Can you do your thing? I mean, I like when you do the thing. What thing do you want me to do? The Crimson Ring thing. Do you, you want me to do the Crimson Ring open? Yeah. 
Is, is that too much to ask? No, I got. I think right. I can remember how to do this. <clears throat> What's up, you marks? It's time for a Crimson Ring takeover. I'm smooth, and with me is Squirrel. That's right. We are Squirrel and Smooth. We are the tag team podcast champions of the world. Coming to you with the 2023 Rumble results. I'm not going to lie to everyone. I only watched from like Entrant 21 on in the Men's Rumble. I watched the whole goddamn thing. It took me two days, but I made it. Okay. So. Break it down. We start with the actual Men's Rumble. Okay. Starting it off, we have Gunther and Sheamus. That was pretty good. They like beat each other up. Wow, Gunther made it that long. Yeah, Gunther went a, a while, bud. A while. Um, the Miz came in. He didn't really do anything. Number four was Kofi. Number five was Johnny Gargano. Then Xavier Woods. They did this really funny thing, Kofi and Xavier Woods, where they looked like they were going to wrestle each other. And then they just drummed on each other's butts. Okay. Then we had Karrion Cross come in. Chad Gable at eight. Drew McIntyre at nine. Santos Escobar at 10, which I had not seen before, but I liked him. Like, he's got a look. Uh, we had Angelo Dawkins at 11, Brock Lesnar at 12, and he didn't really do anything because Lashley came in at 13 and knocked him out, which I thought was weird because it's Brock Lesnar and he was in there for like less than three minutes. I don't understand that. I don't either. Baron Corbin came in at 14. Big Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins at 15, Otis at 16, Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out at 17, music hit, all that, you know, booyaka, booyaka, never came out, but you know who came out at 18? Dominic Mysterio, holding Rey Mysterio's mask, trying to rip it up, failing to rip it up, it was pretty funny. I guess I did watch that, so yeah. Um, Elias came in at 19. Uh, didn't do a whole lot. Finn came in at 20 to help out his buddy in uh, Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. Dominic. So we had Booker T at 21. He did a spinner rooney and got thrown out. Damian Priest completing the male Judgment Day faction at 22. Montez Ford at 23. Edge at 24. He, that was a big deal. He came back. He's been gone for a while, I guess. Uh, fighting with Judgment Day. Austin Theory at 25. Omos at 26, Braun Strowman at 27, Braun Strowman looking jacked. Yeah. Ricochet 28, Logan Paul 29. Mm -hmm. That Ricochet and Logan Paul probably had the WrestleMania moment of the night, I think, as far as like Rumble or Rumble moment. Yeah. Where they both climbed to the top rope on either side. They didn't climb to the oh, top rope. Oh, that's true. They jumped over the so top rope. So they faced each other at opposite ends of the ring, both on the apron. Both jumped on the top rope and met and slammed into each other in the middle of the ring, in the air. It was pretty cool. It was awesome. Uh, Cody Rhodes in at 30, returning from a torn Pectorial, peck. yeah. Uh, ended up winning. He dumped out a bunch of the dudes that people don't like. He, he got rid of Dominic. He got rid of uh, Logan Paul. Although Logan Paul thought he got eliminated. We thought he got eliminated. He did the sneaky thing where he came back in. Last two were Gunther and Cody Rhodes. Gunther was trying his damnedest to re-injure Cody's peck. I mean, that it looked like it did, as red as it was from yeah. those chops. You know, similar to your Pez documentary, Gunther is also from Austria. Oh. Interesting. So he probably really enjoys Pez. I bet he has a good collection. He looks like he has a head for a Pez. Yes, he looks a pe like a Pez head. Okay, he's a Pez dispenser. He kind of looks like a Pez dispenser. When Cody hit him, you seen Pez fly out. I it was something Pez or chiclets or something. Okay. Uh. Okay. So Cody Rhodes wins. He's going to WrestleMania to fight the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Then we have for which belt? Yep. Uh. <laughs> Just checking. Then we had Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the Mountain Dew Pinch Black match. That was awesome. Was it? I loved it. I thought it was so stupid. The face paint that Bray was wearing? Which time? What, at, during the Pitch Black match. It, it looked like... Oh. Uh, it was a blacklight match is what it was. It was awesome. No, it looked like cosmic bowling. I loved it. 
I like cosmic bowling too. I, oh, Pat McAfee was there, and I did like when the lights went out. He was like, "Good thing I changed my pants." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, you got to stop that." He also said the cock several times when referring to peacock, and made several Bang Brothers references. <laughs> so Pat McAfee's back, and it was he was drunk as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we lost Jim Ross. We at least have Pat yeah. McAfee. Oh, also the end of the match where. Uncle Howdy or whoever shows up and then totally misses. Oh, that elbow drop? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just whiffs. Who who did that elbow drop? Uncle Howdy. Who's Uncle Howdy? Uh, Nobody knows, but it's mysterious. Bo Dallas. I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. but we don't know that yet. I we, bet we, it's, we, it wasn't Bo Dallas that night. I don't know. It looked like Bo Dallas. It was probably somebody that did a terrible elbow drop. Sasha Banks. Okay. CM Punk. I thought CM Punk was going to be in the Rumble. No, he's not. He's he's still injured. Okay. After that, we have the Raw Women's Championship, which is Bianca Belair versus Alexa. Oh, Bray Wyatt won that. Uh, nobody won that Mountain Dew match. I'm, I'm not going to lie. We all lost that. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship match was Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. It was more Uncle Howdy weird shit. Uh, Bianca Belair won, and then Uncle Hattie came out, and he was like, are you in control, Alexa? And she just stood there. It was pretty dumb. Yeah. Okay, then we get to the lady person rumble. The Raw Women's Rumble. I've seen the first two entrants. Okay, so I, I, I'm going to be honest, I watched this the next day. Okay. I had had enough rumble for one day and needed to breathe. Okay. So, this one, we have starting this match, Rhea Ripley. Liv Morgan. Spoilers. Finishing this match is Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. So they both did the coast to coast. It was it was, it was good. Uh, in th- number three was Dana Brooke, who looks completely different than the last time I saw Dana Brooke, who looks completely different than the last time I saw Dana Brooke, who looks completely different from the last time I saw Dana Brooke. I am 94% sure at this point that Dana Brooke is a stage name for just whatever blonde they have in NXT that they need to call up. You think so? Uh, she looks completely different every time she comes out. I'm going to Google this. Uh, number four was Emma, who is back. Shayna Baszler was number five. Bailey at number six. B-Fab at seven. Roxanne Perez, who is the current NXT Women's Champion, came in at eight. She looked really good. Nine and ten were the other two members of Damage Control, Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Uh, number 11 was a returning Natalia, with, who also has a completely different look. She's sort of dressed like Bret Hart now, like with the glasses and such. Hmm. Uh... Number 12, we had Candlest LeRae. Number 3, we had NXT Zoe Stark. Uh, 14 was Zia Lee. 15 was the man, Becky Two Belts, No Belts Lynch, who did her damnedest to get rid of damage control and succeeded until she got taken out by damage control because that's how rumbles work. Uh, Tegan Knox was 16. Asuka wearing her Kana makeup from uh, Stardom was 17, and everybody popped for that. Uh, Piper Divin came back at 18 after a long hiatus, no longer known as Dewdrop, just known as Piper Niven again, and Pat McAfee was like, what the fuck? Because he was drunk and couldn't let it go. 19 saw a returning Tamina. 20 saw Chelsea Green for about three seconds, fastest rumble elimination, uh, apparently going to be coming back full-time to the WWE, playing a, quote, Karen gimmick. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess that's uh, different than the hot mess. So, in her walk up, Michael Cole was like, I'm not sure who that is. I'm going to Google her. And Corey Graves said, hey, Don't use your work phone, which is a porn joke. So, Chelsea Green, look her up. Wait. 21 was Alina Vega wearing a Street Fighter 6 costume. I'm hung up. Chelsea Green did porn? Well, only fans. Uh, 22 was Raquel Rodriguez, who is, like, real real big. Like, like very tall, very muscular. Okay. Uh, I thought she had a good shot to win. She did not. Meechin, who is Mia Yim, 
came in at 23. 24 is Lacey Evans doing the villainous Sergeant Slaughter character now. Telling everyone to salute her. No. You gotta go with what works. Uh, 25 was actually someone from the crowd. Michelle McCool was sitting there with her two kids eating popcorn and then her music hit and she was like, oh, I guess I'm in the rumble. So, yeah, it was real dumb. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, 26 was... NXT, hopefully, main roster soon, Indy Hartwell. I really liked her in The Way with Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, and Candice LeRae. That shit was good. Dexter Loomis and her ended up getting married. That was a good storyline. I liked that. Check it out if you haven't seen it. The Way, NXT. Uh, 27 was Sonya Deville, who has a title shot, so I don't know why she needed a title shot in the Rumble, but it didn't matter because she got dumped real fast. 28 was Shotzi. Coming back, riding her tank out for about three feet, and then running the 100 yards to the Rumble entrance instead of just driving her tank. Okay. 29 was Nikki Cross, who is insane again and not a superhero. Okay. 30 was a returning Nia Jax. I hope it's just a one-off appearance. Everybody was super upset about that. They all like did the monster spot where everybody gangs up and fights her, and then she does the roar, and then they all back away. Yeah. And then she got dumped out. Question. Answer. I didn't hear Beth Phoenix. No, no. You didn't hear Beth Phoenix. She was too busy doing her Luna Van Shan cosplay in the Men's Rumble. Yep. Rhea did sell the rib injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, final three are Asuka. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, all over the top rope, all on the apron for some reason, because dramatic tension. Asuka tries to, to mist Rhea Ripley, Rhea ducks, Liv gets blinded, Rhea dumps out Asuka. It looks like Liv blindly is going to take out Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley uses her legs to head scissor, take down, throws Liv Morgan off the ropes. Rhea Ripley, women's rumble champion. Yeah, she'll win. I mean, she already did win. No, I meant at the Mania. Depends on who she goes against. Charlotte's champion again. You can never count Charlotte out. Then we had the last match of the night, the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship of the World and Mars and sports entertainment in general. Roman Reigns, head of the table versus Kevin Owens. With Roman Reigns had Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn at ringside. That's the big story going on right now is honorary Us Sami in the bloodline, testing his loyalty, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Roman wins, chains up, KO. They start beating him down. The rest of the bloodline come down and start kicking him. And Sami's like, why are you doing this, bro? I'm Sami Zayn. And then Roman's like, no, you hit him with a chair. And then Sammy's like, I can't do it. And then Roman is like, I'm Scarface in this character. And he's like, you can do it. Blah, blah, blah. I loved you. And then Sammy hits Roman with a chair. And everybody's like, oh, God, I totally saw that coming. Because um, wrestling, we don't get subtlety. Uh, nope. And then... Everybody starts to beat up Sammy, except for Jey Uso, who is like Sammy's biggest fan. He walk, walks out of the ring crying, which was like a really Jay's acting in that was like it was pretty good. I've seen the end of this, yeah. Um, also the crowd's chanting "fuck you, Roman." Like that is that's how you know that your story is going over. <laughs> so Sammy out of the bloodline? Question mark. Jay out of the bloodline? Question mark. But Roman Reigns, no question, still the. Undisputed Universal Heavyweight WWE A&W Root Beer uh, Cricket Mobile Mountain Dew Pitch Black Champion of the Universe. That's a hell of a thing to put on a belt. Yeah. I mean, so, that was the rumble. What did, me, what did you think? It sucked. Yeah. Give me a 1 out of 10. You're giving it a 1 out of 10? No, I want you to give me a 1 out of 10 rating. <laughs> All of it, or the Rumble specifically? Give me the whole thing. Uh, all in all, because of the ending, I'm going to give it a six. If you discount the Roman, the aftermath of the Roman match, I give it a four. But I think that the aftermath of that match makes it 
two full points higher. So I give it a six just because of the end of that. Okay. Uh, it was that was gripping. That was like even if you are not a wrestling fan, you should watch the post match because that is like legitimate, like good acting all around from everyone in that ring. Solid. Yeah. What, what about you? Oh shit! The whole thing. The whole thing. Even the end. You didn't like the end. Oh, the end was okay. Well, what do you give it? Two. Two. Yeah, I just WWE is just it's the same regurgitated bullshit yeah. every year. You don't change anything. At least AEW has like some spiced up storylines. Yeah. Vince, go away. Vince isn't there anymore. No, he is. But he's Come not. on. No. Yeah, he is. Where's Stephanie? She got future endeavored. Yeah. Where's Nick Khan? He's the CEO. Yeah, he is the worst thing to happen to the WWE. Until they sell for $12 billion. They're not selling. Yeah, they are. It's all bullshit. No, they're I don't selling. buy none of it. They are selling to crap. Saudi Arabia. Good. They should go to Saudi Arabia and get the hell out. They do, like twice a year now. Well, I'm tired of watching this shit. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, they didn't do anything like extra, let's just piss the fans off, though. So that was nice. We didn't have know. like Rumbles used to be good. Yeah. Also, the Rumble is the main event. It's not the first fucking match on the show. Yeah, I don't know why you start with that. Like it should have started with the it should have started with the Roman Reigns thing and then yeah. dealt with the aftermath. That's one of my of favorite show. manias when Brock and Seth went at it first match at Mania yep. and then Becky like closed out the show. That was one of the best WrestleManias I'd seen. Yeah, that was a good in one. In forever. Yeah. And everything else is just shit now. Like, I've not seen a good pay-per-view in years. From WWE? Yeah. Because AEW, I think, never disappoints on pay-per-views. Because they're actual pay-per-views. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Wrestling's not good no more. Oh, I'd hard disagree, my friend. Well, I don't have a reason to love it no more. Um, You should start watching Dynamite again. It's real, real good. Maybe. It's real. I, I, it, the shit they're doing with Ricky Starks is awesome. The shit they're doing with MJF is like classic. He is like a classic chicken shit heel from the 80s. It is so fucking good to see that. And he's still the champion, right? Well, I mean, yeah. There hasn't really been like a pay-per-view to dethrone him yet. No, oh, that's good. Revolution is in like three weeks. Who's he fighting? Uh, Daniel Bryan. In okay. a one-hour Iron Man match. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be worth watching. Yeah. Okay. Uh, currently, Daniel Bryan's going through the trials of MJF like everybody has to do before they fight him. Okay. Like, it's good. It's, it's, I enjoy it a lot. Okay, so that's our, that was our Crimson Ring letter takeover. Up next is the letter a. What's A for? A is for another freaking game. Oh, I love another freaking game. So, here's the deal, my guy. I recently realized last week that Urban Dictionary still exists. Yeah. I didn't know that it survived in the COVID years. So I thought, man, you know what would be awesome? I'm going to look up a bunch of stuff on Urban Dictionary. And then I'm going to ask you what you think these words mean before giving you the quote-unquote actual definition. Oh, let's do it. So are you ready, sir? I'm ready. What is a greeby? A greeby? A greeby. Means you agree to something. Like, I'm totally agreeing with this. We have an agreeby. A mutual agreement. <laughs> Is an insect creature, small in size, dark in color, has wings to fly, and is very, very annoying to humans, especially when they are consuming food. That's a gnat. That's a greeby, bud. Okay. What's a cuddle punch? Uh, a cuddle punch? Yeah. Feel like you're cuddled up with somebody and they just punch you. Because I had an ex that would just bite me for no reason. Were they a zombie? I don't think. Well, shit. Maybe. Do we need to like put you down? No. 
Okay. A cuddle punch is you're not wrong. It's when you're holding and loving and squeezing someone, but you just have to punch them in their horn mouth. Oh. Okay. Alright, what's a disco nap? A disco nap? Yeah. I have no clue. What is a disco nap? It's when you do a lot of coke after a long day of partying to avoid sleeping in preparation for a long night of partying. Oh. Okay. That's not something I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something you've ever done. Yeah, okay. What's a giddens? A giddens. It's like, oh man, I had to go to the doctor because I giddens an STD again. <laughs> Close. Only oh. not at all. Okay. It's a polite, gentlemanly term used to replace various expletives in questions, insults, and less commonly verbs and sentences. So instead of be like, what the shit and fuck is this? You'd be like, what in the giddens? Okay. All right, you're going to get this one. What's cock and balls do? Is that the same movie with babies? <laughs> what? You said cock and balls, right? Cock and balls stew. Stew? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's semen. No, it's not. No, it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's uh, the water in a hot tub when it's just a bunch of men in there. That's gross. Yeah. Uh, it's a big old cock and ball stew. That's <laughs> sausage soup. Uh, what's defectified? Something that's really fucking defected. Okay. Am what I right? Guess? No, it's when food is rendered non-edible by touching another piece of food. Oh, I don't have that issue. I don't either, but my daughter does. Okay. Your girl daughter? Yeah, the girl one, not the boy one. The boy one just shovels stuff in his face at this point. He's a teenager. Yeah. He's like, I gotta get back to playing on a game. I got a tournament at 10 o'clock. Because in this case, he's an old lady from the 40s that chain smokes. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like it. All right, Ethel. <laughs> uh, What's the curling pit? The curling pin? Pit. The curling pit. Curling pit. It's where you store all your curling gear. In a pit. Kinda. It's the room of your house with a turlet in it. Oh. That's a bathroom. No, it's a curling pit. Interesting. What's a pioneer? Uh, well, history would tell us it's the people that ventured out west in search of gold. Close. Pioneering the west. Close. It's someone who sets out to create a completely new bakery-style treat. It's a pioneer. That joke works better if you could see it spelled. Oh, fair. Oh, you're gonna get this one. What's a Splangledorf? Nope, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> uh, not even fucking close. You don't have any guess? Steven Dorf wearing American flag? Yep. That's, that's right. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a word with absolutely no meaning, simply made to be thrown in to confuse people. You got me. So, so you got it. That if, all right? Cool. If you, if I got it's it, Stephen Dorff in an American flag. Yeah, I would watch that. Blade Five. Uh, an American. Digital courage. Digital courage. Yeah. It's where you bet high with your cryptocurrency. I mean, I feel like cryptocurrency in general is that. Okay, so that's what... Yeah, it's all digital courage, then. That's what I'm going to go with. No, it's more like a internet version of liquid courage. It's the propensity to type via the internet something you would never say in real life. Trolling. Yeah. What's a teabag and wagon? A teabag and wagon? Teabag and wagon. I think that is a Call of Duty reference. For, like, when all those guys are driving around in those cars after they just got done, like, taking people out. Mm, no. But you see where I'm going with it. it you're kind of close, because it's a car owned by someone who's been dubbed T-Bag, probably because his or her name begins with a T, and hers or her friends thought it would be clever to come up with a dumb nickname, like T-Bag, and the car probably looks nothing like a wagon. That makes zero sense. Okay, so let's say you've got a friend named Travis. All right. 
Travis. When you're 14, you guys are all high on Mountain Dew. And you're playing, you know, whatever, NHL 95. Um, and you look to him and like, dude, you don't have a good name. Teabag. Right? And then everybody calls him Teabag for the next two years. And then he gets like a Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Which, uh-huh. like, he gets, he takes the sour cream off, though. Uh, and then, so then you guys drive around, and you call that the teabagging wagon. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, welcome to Urban Dictionary. Okay. Spangledorf. Dr. Popsicle. A Dr. Pepper Popsicle? Yes. No, it's not for real. Yes, it is. It's oh. when you put your Dr. Pepper in the freezer. Fuck, I got one. You got it, buddy. Oh, you got to get this one, too. What's a squog? A squash hot dog? <laughs> I want to give it to you. <laughs> what is it, really? It's an offspring of a frog and a squirrel. It has a furry tail, but it also has webbed feet and buck teeth and kind of like green fur, but also a little bit of scales. No, that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's a squog. That doesn't happen. A squog. Are you for real? Yeah, dude, they got them as lagoons. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. What's a nut shot? It's not a nut shot. So you're, you're fake hitting someone in the nuts. Mm, it's someone who thinks they're a hot shot, but really they just look goofy as hell. I can think of somebody in particular. Is it me? No. Is it Shane? No. Is it Russell? So what's the next one? <laughs> The last one is fun. Fun. Yeah, man, I know what fun means. What? It's fucking fun, man. Having a good time. Mm. If you search for fun in the Urban Dictionary during your free time, you're either depressed or need serious mental help. Uh-oh. So anyway, that was the game. It wasn't fun. I know, it was another fucking game. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> It was all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just, I don't know why I just got on Urban Dictionary. No, it's good that you did, because then I realized I don't need to go on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it was probably always weird. So, why don't you save us by going to F? Oh, I don't know if it's going to save us, but we're going to try. Just get the F out. So, on bestlifeonline.com, they have 100 fascinating facts that you want to share with everyone. And let's see if you really want to share these with anyone. Give me all 100. No. Yes. I'm going to give you bits and pieces. Give me all 100. Victorians once used leeches to predict weather. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. Uh, Well, you weren't there. Your funny bone is actually a nerve, and if you guys hear something, that's Doug preparing for the next segment. It's fine. They didn't hear nothing about nothing. So your funny bone's actually a nerve. Yeah. The most requested funeral song in England is by Monty Python. (laughs) What one is it? It says here, always look on the bright side of life from the life of Brian. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And it bring, it beat out Frank Sinatra's My Way. With the My Way, with the Highway. That's Limp Bizkit. Oh. Uh, Reacher, researchers show that all blue-eyed people might be related. Well, I mean, if you go back far enough, everybody's related. I, yeah, I guess it depends on what story you read. I mean, even genetically, we're all, like, from the same fish, bird, dog, squirrel. Charles Darwin's personal pet tortoise didn't die until recently. Yep. 176 years old. Yeah, turtles live for a long time. Sharks are immortal. Sharks are immortal? Yeah, sharks don't die of old age. The average person will spend six months of their life waiting for a red light to turn green. I feel like I am... Seven average people. Yeah, I also feel the same way. Russell, you would be interested in this, not that you listen, but a bolt of lightning contains (laughs) enough energy to toast uh, 100K slices of bread. Yeah, it's 1.21 gigawatts. Or a bolt of lightning. I just like to say that. We already know it's a bolt of lightning, but that's what Doc Brown said. Yeah, gigawatts also not a unit of measurement. He should have said gigawatts, and they never once corrected it. Lyndon B. Johnson once owned a water-surfing car. Did you know he had a dog named Ladybird Johnson and had a penchant for showing his penis to everyone? And he also had to make sure there was extra area in the bunghole area when he was getting his pants tailored. Yep. 
David Bowie helped topple the Berlin Wall. Like, literally? Uh, let's see. While David Bowie's trio of albums recorded in Berlin are considered among his best work, it's not only his legacy he has in, Ger- in the German city. In 1987, his performance of Heroes in front of the Reichstag as part of a concert for Berlin was loud enough and close enough to the wall to be heard in East Berlin where such music was forbidden. It sparked a police crackdown, and according to The Guardian, many of the eyewitnesses claim that the violent police crackdown on the third night of the concerts were crucial in changing the mood against the state. That's awesome. Yeah. So he could be hero, even yes. just for one day. That was, well, it was for three days. I'm just, this is song. No, I like it. Wallflowers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it wasn't the Wallflowers? David Bowie. <laughs> no. We could be heroes for just one day. That's a cover of a David Bowie song. But it's still Wallflowers, too. No, it's David Bowie. So the Wallflowers did a cover of a David Bowie song. Right, but the Wallflowers or don't Or David exist. Bowie did a cover of don't the you, Don't you finish that <laughs> sentence. Sheriffobia is a word for the irrational fear of being happy. Well, see, I thought it was the irrational fear of law officers and tan cars. Yeah, but it's spelled like share. Like. An irrational fear of being happy. I think I have this. Wait, like share, like like share the singer, huh? Do you like that share? I wonder if it's cheerophobia then. Might be. Oh no, cheerophobia is the fear of cheers, like the show or the yeah uh, people on the sidelines of sporting events. No, the show. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like pom poms either. You can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from two miles away. That's fucking weird. Nearly 30,000 rubber ducks were lost at sea in 92 and are still being discovered today. Yeah, that's awesome. There is a Manhattan-specific ant. Is her name Zelda? No. On Broadway medians between 63rd and 76th Street, biologists discovered a new species of ant. They nicknamed it, or they named it, the Manhattan Ant, naturally. Hey, if you ever make it there, you can make it anywhere. That's good. That's good. The inventor of the Frisbee was turned into a Frisbee after he died. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. That's like a Doctor Who episode gone wrong. I'm just telling you. The only problem is he ended up on someone's roof. Ha! There is a bridge exclusively for squirrels. Yeah, I know. I use it all the time. In the Netherlands. Yeah. A rodent-only bridge. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just for squirrels. Come on, bud. I'm Don't sorry. call us rodents. I apologize. Um, number 17, Abby is already confirmed. Subway footlongs aren't a foot long. Yeah. Uh, Marie you- Curie's notebooks are still radioactive. Mm-hmm. Will be for another 86 years. One in three divorce filings include the word Facebook. Huh. wonder how many of mine had Facebook in it. All 12. Yeah, I mean, statistically, at least four, right? Yeah. Blood banks in Sweden notify donors when the blood is used. That's nice. Instead of saying cheese before taking pictures, Victorians say prunes. Because they want to get on with it? Well, we say cheese because the word leaves us a big smile on our face. But in Victorian era, folk were to see our gleeful expressions, they'd scoff. Once upon a time, smiling in photos was considered undignified and reserved for poor and the drunk. Yeah. Also, if you smile at a primate, it's a declaration of war. I did not know that. I'll never smile at a primate. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't smile at monkeys in zoos, because they will come at you. Planet of the Apes. To retain a more serious look in their photos, they would say prunes. A word so dull, the chances of enticing a smile were slim to none. I mean, I just think living in Victorian times is enough to make you not smile. Roosters have built-in earplugs. They should. They're loud as fuck. The Netherlands are so safe, it imports criminals to fill their jails. Huh. One journal published a fake paper about Star Trek. Trick. Yeah, that's what I said. The world's largest pyramid is not in Egypt. It's, is it the Luxor? It's the Great Pyramid of Chalua. 
Chalua? Chaluho? It's in uh, Pueblo, Mexico. I'm terrible at pronouncing things. Yeah, I know, bud. Shut up. I'm along for the ride, baby. Coke saved one town from the Great Depression. Was it Atlanta? It's Quincy, Florida. Do you got more story on that? They urged anyone who would listen to invest in Coca-Cola stocks and then selling at $19 a share. Many followed his advice, and when the company's stock boomed, as he promised, others followed, and soon at least 67 inhabitants in a town fewer than 7,000 became Coca-Cola millionaires. I really like the way you delivered that. Like, I just I want you to know that that was fucking spot on. I always finish hard. We may have already had alien contact. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate the internet sometimes. Okay. Yeah. In 1967, a volunteer for the search for extraterrestrial intelligence received a 72-second-long signal from a distant star system 120 light years away from Earth. It was loud and sent from a place that had yet to be visible by mankind. So the guy who received it wrote, Wow! And next to the original printout of the signal, it continues to be known as the WOW signal. Researchers have since suggested that the noise was picked up from a passing comet. Yeah. Yeah, SETI. Doug, you don't know this, but I do. Did you know you can smell rain? I No, I can't. That's a lie. London cabbies have to memorize literally everything. If you take a tax cab in London, you can expect the driver to know exactly where you are going since they are required to take a series of tests known as the knowledge. It is literally called the knowledge. These require them to study 320 routes and 25,000 streets, not to mention the 20,000 landmarks and places of public interest estimated to take as long as four years to fully complete. That's awesome. There was a secret baseball Hall of Fame inductee. Pete Rose? Let's see. It doesn't say. I bet it was Pete Rose. Well, okay. In 1988, say... a, uh, a bar owner visiting the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, made a serendipitous addition to the honors, slipping a photo of his dad wearing a baseball uniform into one of the glass cases, and it remained there for six years before it was detected and knew it was did not belong there. That's awesome. <laughs> Dolphins actually have names. Yeah, Dan Marino. Superman helped take down the KKK. That's true. I was there for that. That was weird. A wild dog is the most successful predator in the animal kingdom. (laughs) They have a kill rate of 85%. Damn. Uh, Falcons have 47%. They were the fastest animal in a dive. Upwards of 238 miles per hour. Medicine bottle foil seals exist because of poison. Yeah. Makes sense. Tons of countries celebrate their independence from the UK. Most of them. 62 of them. Uh, Yeah, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Sears used to sell houses. Yes, they did. There is an encrypted monument outside the CIA. That's weird. Yeah. Manhattan tap water isn't kosher. What? Tiny crustaceans have been detected in the tap water of New York City, and while these creatures pose no health risk, they technically disqualify the water from being considered kosher. That's cool. That's cool. Timothy Leary busted out of prison. Cold water is just as cleansing as hot water. A U.S. park ranger once got hit by lightning seven times. I saw that documentary. It was called The Great Outdoors. Good job. Water bottle expiration dates are for the bottle, not the water. (laughs) Queen Queen Elizabeth wouldn't sit on the Iron Throne. Because it's from Game of Thrones? When Queen Elizabeth paid a royal visit to the set of Game of Thrones in Northern Ireland, she refused to sit on the Iron Throne for legal reasons. As series co-creator David Benoff told Esquire, apparently the Queen of England is not allowed to sit on a foreign throne. This is an esoteric we did not know about until that moment. 
It means weird rule. A hiker found and returned an ancient wallet. How ancient is ancient? Halfway up a glacier in the Andes, they make good Ricardo notes. Pena found a wallet. It belonged to a Uruguayan oh, rugby from, player from 1972 in a yeah, plane crash. Alive. In which all 16 passengers died. And as it turned out, the wallet belonged to one of the survivors. Pena tracked him down and returned the wallet more than three decades after its wait, loss. Wait, wait. If nobody survived, how was there a survivor? That's a good question. It says all but 16 passengers there died. There you go. I apologize. Yeah, they made a movie about it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's called Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. No, it's called Alive. It's called They Live. South Koreans are four centimeters taller than North Koreans. <laughs> that can't be true. That's what it says. Not every South Korean is four centimeters taller than every North Korean. That can't maybe average. You know the busiest time for animal shelters? Uh, January 2nd. July 5th. Yeah. Oh, because all the animals run away from yep. the fireworks. Yes. That is a good fact. The world's most successful pirate was a woman. The 19th century Chinese pirate Chang Shin, a former sex worker and a widow of a fearsome pirate, Chang Ai, became a hugely successful pirate in her own right, succeeding her husband and eventually commanding more than 1,800 pirate ships and 80,000 men. The secrets she learned about her powerful clients at the brothels also came in handy. I bet they did. Mari Hari was, like, did the same thing. There may be treasure in Virginia. I'm sure there is. Virginia's for lovers, bud. I didn't know that. It's their state auto. Number 50, a sea lion once saved a man. Yeah, Andre. We watched that movie. We did watch that movie. And let's do one more. All right, I'm ready. But I want to find a good one. They've all been good, bud. Oh, no, this is great. A Chinese panda named Ai Hin was believed to be pregnant, showing signs like an increased appetite and less movement, and the zookeepers ensured she was well taken care of with extra food, a single room with air conditioning, and more. Then they soon realized she was not pregnant at all, and researchers believe it may have been a deliberate fake-out in order to get better treatment and treats. That's awesome. So let's end it on that note. I like it. All right. Those were fun facts, Nathan. Well, they were interesting. I had a great time. I love learning stuff. What you got, Doug? Okay, tea this week is for a tasty. So, I work at a place that's not this place. I mean, I work at this place, but I also work at another place. It's right. not your real job. This is your real job. Right. That's that's what I do to, you know, have lights. Uh, yeah. I do this one for the Chahahas. So, Chihuahua, I believe it was pronounced. Ah, right. We're getting ready to learn. Okay. So, they had this thing here. It was called Solely Fruit Jerky. I like fruit and there's, jerky. There's a whole piece of fruit in each piece of jerky. Okay. okay. There's a whole pineapple in that? Yeah, bud. Wow. So, like the rind and all? Well, I don't know. We're about to find out. Okay. So I, I tried a mango and I tried a pineapple and I was like, these are these are decent. Okay. So I bought this variety pack with eight different flavors and I thought it would be super fun for you and I to try these flavors together. Let's do it. Okay. Solely beef jerky. So we're not beef jerky, fruit jerky. We're gonna start with mango, which I've had. Okay. I like mangoes. So here, just like rip a piece off. Well, you got a knife for a reason, bud. I know, but I don't want lazy. All right. Give me a little sliver here. All right. So this is mango. Kind of jerky textured. Oh, it's fruit jerky. Okay, that's pretty good. I like it. I like mangoes, though. This has no added sugars or no preservatives. It's literally just a piece of fruit. And then the other other one I've tried. Organic fruit, just flatter. I've nice. tried, I've tried this one as well. Pineapple. Okay, this is pineapple. It's very pineapple-y. Yeah, Barry Which, would love that. I don't really like pineapple, but I like this. Mm-hmm. You you want you want to spice it up? Yeah, I'm gonna spice it up on this okay. one. Okay, so I've tried those two. Okay. I have six more that I have not tried. All right. So now we are going with the spicy fruit jerky. Which is one whole organic mango 
with chili and salt. Ooh. It's kind of tahinish. Yeah. I like that. I think I like the regular mango better. These are, like, better than I was imagining them being. I know, they're not bad. Well, this one's, like, a tough one to cut. No, this is pineapple with the chili and the salt. Okay. This one is a very jerky texture. Oh, man. I think I like this one better. Than the mango? Mm-hmm. I like pineapple, though. Yeah, I think I like the mango better. Okay. These are really good. What flavor is this? This is pineapple with coconut. Ooh. So it's half a pineapple and half a coconut. They put the pineapple and the coconut and jerky it all up. Okay. I'm not against this one. And you can really taste the coconut in it. Okay. So then we also have a whole banana line. You all right, bud? Yeah. No, I'm good. I like bananas. I'm excited about that. We got a whole banana line here. We got three banana flavors. All right. What's your feelings on the banana? I haven't had it yet. No, I mean, just like bananas in general. Banana is my favorite fruit. Oh, okay. Do you not agree? No, I love bananas. Okay, banana is hard to cut. Yeah. Now, this is regular old Plumbus banana. I like Plumbus banana. Oh, my God, it's sticky. It smells like banana baby food. What does banana baby food smell like? Bananas. Oh, why didn't you just say it smells like bananas? Because it's very, I don't know. I would figure you, since having kids, you'd know, but again, it's smelling like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this one's tough. Yeah. I don't know that I like this one as much. No, I'm powering through it. Yep, I can eat that. No? I'm going to be honest, bud. Hmm. Um, I'm a big banana guy. Mm-hmm. Not a ham- well, not a fan of that one. Not a fan of the banana jerky. Got no, it. No, I probably won't buy another banana one. This one is banana with pecan or pecans or pecans. I think they're pecans. Oh, I believe they're pecans. Depends uh, on where you live. Right. Just rip it off. Yeah, we can't cut bananas. Just rip it off. It's fine. Banana with pecan. Does this just have one pecan in it? So it's one whole organic banana with pecans. So there must be at least two. Very similar to regular banana. I don't taste any difference at Me all. Me neither. This is one I'm most excited about. Okay, this is our last one. Yeah. Saved it for last mm-hmm. because we were both like, oh, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. This is one whole banana with cacao. Ooh. Which is, you know, the thing that chocolate is made out of. Yeah. The cacao plant. Cacao. Sight name of Is it a nut? I think so. All right. Here we go. It was way easier to chew. Bro. That's it. That's the shit right there. That's the best one. Yeah, man. It tastes like banana bread. Mm-hmm. These are super good. They really are. Yeah, I, I like that. That turned out well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's called Soli. S-O-L-E-L-Y. They could probably do their own show if they wanted. They just started putting them in the break room at our other job. Yeah. My other job. Yeah, my other job, too. We don't have the same other job. I wonder if you got the same vendor. Who do you who do you use? AVI. Yep. Okay. Not always do they have the greatest things, and they're always way expensive. Our AVI is actually really cheap. Huh. Like, if I forget to pack a lunch, or I decide that I'm hungry, you can get a bag of chips, a Coke, and, or no, a Pepsi, I'm sorry, because I forgot the other place. We have to only... Prop up Pepsi, right? Um, yep. So, you know, I'll get my Mountain Dew pitch black and then like uh, like a turkey sandwich and a bag of... Ooh, fun fact. Did you know in other countries, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos is, are known as Cool American Doritos? Yep, I do know that. Yeah, but you do. I bet you didn't know that. I knew it because of Snapchat. So anyway, so you can get all those for $5 and one penny, and that's a pretty good deal. Huh. Do you not agree? No, I think it's fine. So that's that. Okay, that's solely. It was really good fruit jerky. It was cheap. I we got I got all eight of these for like twelve bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's like not. And I think that like it's jerky. The pieces aren't small. 
Mm-mm. Well, it's like a regular size piece of like Jack Links, and it feels like filling. You know. Yeah, I liked it. So it's it's probably a good snack. No no added sugar, no preservatives. I'm gonna have to get more. Just ingredients. Just you know, one or possibly two ingredients. I guess the ones have chili and salt, so three. Okay. But it's not like a bunch of processed stuff. They just dehydrate and jerkify a fruit. Jerked so, fruit. Healthy, healthy snack time meal replacement supplement things for everyone out there being healthy conscious. Then that's always a good thing to be. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that brings us to. Why? Yeah. <laughs> sounded sad. Are you sad because it's the end? I'm sad because it's over, baby. All right. We got an email. We got an email. This week's email comes from Bill from Indy. Oh. And let's see what Bill from Indy had to say. He said, I fucking loved Ponderosa, and I could seriously smash some wings right now. Well, Bill, you're in luck. Because we got Ponderosa wings. That's right, Bill. Come on down. Help us eat these Ponderosa wings. Wait. Bill's not here. Oh. Bill, guess what? We are going to eat these Ponderosa wings in your honor. And this fruit jerky. We're going to wrap the jerky around the wings. I've seen someone take dino chicken nuggets and wrap bacon around it and air fry it. That sounds delicious. Yep. So that, that needs to happen. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I gotta... I've seen it on TikTok, and it's if you look up no fancy shit, it's a Canadian guy that makes really weird noises. And whenever oh. he's like eating beef, he's like moo. Yes, you you've showed me. And that then pig before. is oink, and chicken is pakak. So it's Bacoink? Yeah. Bacoink. Bacoink. And he combines them together, and then fishes. That's funny. And when he gets out aluminum foil, he's like, what does he do? He does that song as like, aluminum, aluminum, Like, I don't know. It's it's probably the dumbest thing on TikTok. I it. it has 2.5 million followers. Don't think that it's the dumbest thing on TikTok, because we are on TikTok. Oh, he goes, aluminum, yeah, the Muppet song, and I love it. Yeah, he all the time when he he like has a basketball, like a little basketball hoop on his counter, and whenever he's got an onion or a potato, he's like Kobe, and he throws it, and if it makes it, he's like yeah. <laughs> Sounds it's, good. It's funny, but like the stuff that he makes is pretty simple, and it's not like real fancy. What's well, the name? Said, no fancy shit. You said Dino Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> Wrapped in bacon. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then he makes a sauce. Huh, what kind of sauce? Usually like a ketchup mayo-like sauce or something. Oh, a fancy sauce. Mm-hmm. I thought you said there was no fancy shit. Why is he making fancy sauce? I mean, it's no fancy fancy sauce. It's not so fancy sauce? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's like Pavlovian berry. Uh, are we going to talk about it, or is it going to be a surprise? Next week? Yeah. Ladies and germs. Germs and ladies. Next week. Seven days from now. Very special episode. Yeah. For Valentine's Day. That's right. We'll have two special guests. Relationship experts. Now. So call in with your relationship questions because they are here to answer them. We need a lot of relationship questions. And if you don't feel like, I don't want to leave a voicemail. I'm too nervous about it. You leave us an email. You can admit your name. Like, I'll say anonymous. Yeah. Put in the subject line what you want to be called. DraftEQ at gmail.com. This is very important. And, okay, and if you are not too nervous and you want a love line style call in, you hit the squirrel line up, which for one week only will be the squirrel love line. That's right. At 765-242-5978, and we will answer each and every relationship question that you may have. The weirder the better, the normaler the better. It really doesn't matter. We will make sure that your questions get answered by these relationship experts. Yep. So this is a big deal. 
We brought in professionals. We're flying them in. We're putting them in a hotel. We are, we're going all out for this. It is a Drafty Show Valentine's Day extravaganza. There'll be games. There'll be treats. Yes, there will be treats. Not this jerky, though. No, this is a treat for us. That's right. I wanted to clarify. Like butter. Uh, Glee. <laughs> Gee, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Tune in next week for our special Valentine's Day episode. With special relationship consultants. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Call call the score line, 765-242-5978. Or email us at draftq at gmail.com. All right. So, do you want to do the thing? Check, please. All right. What did we learn today? We learned that D is for documentaries, and we learned that there's a lot more to Pez than we first thought. Uh, we learned about the Royal Rumble with a ding, 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 crimson ring letter takeover. We learned about another fucking game in Urban Dictionary. We got all kinds of fun facts, including that the queen can't sit in chairs that she doesn't own. We tried all kinds of tasty, tasty fruits, and we learned that Bill would smash some wings. But he's not here, so we're smashing his honor. So I guess all that's left is to say, protect your nuts.